This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. It is Friday, September the 22nd in the year of the Lord 2023. This is episode 935. It's Hour 2 of episode 935 of the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, hang here for just a second, Linda. Uh, presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, if you missed our first hour, you missed a really good hour. We had uh, Paul. Is that too loud? Or is it okay? Uh, throw the headphones on. Uh, we had Paul Whittington on <laughs> to uh, talk about NASCAR, to talk about uh, the NHL. We did a little ECU football talk there at the end. But most importantly, Linda Whittington, we talked about Levi. Yes, you did. Good job. Did you like my idea of uh, putting the camera above his uh, bassinet? At home, when he gets home? No, I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you would. Yes. <laughs> you know she's a grandma now, right, Holly? Congratulations. <laughs> he, he is precious. He is. Uh, and we're going to go see him this afternoon. We don't have football to cover tonight. So uh, when she gets off work today at 12, we're going to go up there. Just try to share your level of excitement with our listeners. I don't know how. It's way, it's over the top. It's, um, I can't wait to hold him and touch him and. And just it's going to be the first time she's it. been able to hold him, too. Yeah, so. I'm excited. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Thank you. I was and scared also, I was going to be backup singer or something. No, oh, I am so I excited. <laughs> no. I am so excited for the first time ever. And it is that we're going to have a professional trained singer. <laughs> real singer. A real singer. Michael Martin sung a little bit on Wednesday's show. That's what she was referencing oh, earlier. Yeah, that. It, wasn't, it wasn't good, okay? <laughs> so uh, we're excited about that, about having you here on uh, the you. show to do that with us here. The star of the Little Mermaid, and look, I even broke out a mic. I didn't know if you would want to try to sing into these uh, mics right here. That'd be really exciting. Sure. Yeah, I, I hooked you up a mic there, a real professional mic that. Uh, testing. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, I'll mute that. Uh, go ahead, talking. Testing, testing. Ah, <laughs> see how good that sounds. But we'll do that in a little bit. We're going to do Love that it. in a little bit. The Little Mermaid. I saw that uh, you guys had, a, I guess, your dry, what, what would you call it? Not a dry run. What do you call it? We had a soft opening yesterday. So it was our final dress rehearsal, and we invited people. And uh, my students from Southeast got to come and see it last night, which was so exciting. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was very successful, very fun, and we opened for real tonight. Uh, I know I saw uh, some of the White Christmas mm-hmm. uh, uh cast was there to watch mm-hmm. it and they were just rave reviews i mean i'm serious to a person yeah, everyone yeah. has said just what a great job uh hey, i don't think people really realize and, I, and i'm including myself as one of those people before i really got to see what uh jessica cruz and all the folks uh do with uh, the drama department at lenore community college i know this is an elysian uh players uh production but just the amount of work that goes in this and yeah. here's what's crazy to me holly is that you and I guess I should formally introduce you. It's Holly Holder joining us. She <laughs> is Ariel. She is a star of I Little am. Mermaid, which begins uh, tonight at Lenore yeah. Community College. <laughs> but just the amount of work that goes into it, and on top of it, it's not like you don't have a day job. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's not. Aren't you? You're also in school. Aren't you pursuing your master's from I from am. Harvard? From Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It, it blows my mind. How do you find time? Yeah. So how do you manage your time between all the different responsibilities that you have? Yeah, I think that's like gets to the beauty of community theaters. Everyone's coming in with 
job, school, uh, a commute, like everyone has their own, you know, thing that they're working on and then comes together at night to rehearse. And I think it's just, you know, similar to when people like are on like sports teams and everything that when you love something, you just carve out that time for it. And I always find that I'm more productive when I have a rehearsal at night because I'm like, you know, from six to nine, I'm clocked out. I'm doing this thing and I want to be focused on it. So I got to get everything else done in order to have that time. Yeah. So how, okay. Give me an average day. An average day. I'm serious. So what, what is like, what was Wednesday like for you this Perfect. week? Perfect. Love that. <laughs> I think, uh, I strive to get up at six. I get okay. up at like six forty, <laughs> and then, uh, I'm at school. I'm a teacher. So I'm at school from about seven thirty to about three thirty every day. Um, and then, uh, after school, it's either class or meeting or um, homework or something along those lines. And then for a while, for this show's been rehearsing for uh, almost four months, a little over three months. Um, and a for lot, six performances, you've yeah. been rehearsing for four months. Yeah, uh, our auditions were back like towards. Uh, the beginning of summer, um, so it's it's been a very long process. Uh, but for the majority of it, they were in New Bern, so it was uh, leave here at five, <laughs> drive to New Bern, be in New Bern six to nine, uh, drive get like Chipotle or cookout, <laughs> and drive back and get home by like ten, get to bed by eleven. <laughs> that is great. So when do you find? Okay, so you get up, you go teach. Mm -hmm. the, the rehearsals, like you said, have been, what, five days a week, four days a week? <laughs> how, how much is that like We've, typically? Uh, it's been very spread out for this. For t I feel like for typical shows, it's, you know, four to five days a week. But for us, it's only been about three to four days. Okay. Uh, so a much more kind of like spread out process. I think that is largely due to the fact that people are commuting, again, everywhere from like Goldsboro to Beaufort and everything in between. Um, but yeah, yeah. How do you find time? Okay. And on top of all this, mm -hmm. you're working towards your master's too. Mm. How are you finding time to to study for that and do what you need to do for yeah. uh, for that? A lot of that is squeezed in during breaks and you know after school, uh, up until the commute. And now that we're at LCC, obviously that takes out a, a decent hour of needing to drive. Um, yeah, and I think you just find those little pockets of time to squeeze it in and. Yeah, I think rehearsals are kind of my social time, my fun time for me. And so I don't really uh, feel like a, a lack in that. And so, you know, it's when when I have breaks, I, I only am carving it out for school. And that's something that I'm perfectly, you know, okay with and satisfied with doing because rehearsals kind of take up the, the fun part and the, the friendships and like all that stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like I said, the uh, reviews last night, and I saw at least three or four from folks with white christmas from mm -hmm. other uh you know which is coming up uh, later on this year just for rave reviews everybody was just talking about how good it was i'm going to ask you, you how was it last night it was electric it was so okay. it was wonderful i think uh it's just always so exciting and important to get an audience in it just completely unlocks a whole new like level of the show because you know we've been running it fully for over a week now uh, and there's only but so kind of polished and put together that you can be without having the response from audience members. And so it was it was just so fun because I forgot how really, really funny The Little Mermaid is. I yeah. mean, it's a comedy. It's very funny. And just 
we've been rehearsing obviously with just our director and a couple other people in the audience so we haven't heard laughter at anything so it's easy to sort of get out of that mindset and then last night just the amount of times we had to pause for laughter and amount of you know little lines and little quips here and there that got laughter from the audience was just so exciting and they, you get to play off of their reactions, and it just it, I think it completely unlocked a different thing in every single actor on stage, and it was the most fun I think we on our side have had doing it because we had people there to enjoy it. How did your kids like it? Oh my gosh! It when I tell you, <laughs> it, <laughs> I walked out, and you know, it, spoiler alert, but it yeah. ends with Ariel in her big beautiful wedding dress, and I walked out and one of my little girls came up and was just weeping just crying she was so she was just like that was the most beautiful thing i've ever seen and like just i mean it broke me in the best way possible and she was like you could just gotta teach me how to do that i want to do that one day and just it was it was so wonderful to introduce them to theater but then also kind of like be a connection point for them because you know they now that there is becoming a more established community three community theater program in Kinston it's so important that these kids you know have that connection where they can come out and like join it and be a part of it um but they loved it according to the teachers they were on the edge of their seats so that's exciting <laughs> that is really cool and the neat thing <laughs> is too and it almost okay like I told you last time you were here, look around. You can tell I'm a big sports fan. Look at this stuff. Yeah, I know. Look at all, look at all my cool things. Look at my bobbleheads. But but there, there's a sports comparison here that, you know, a lot of times schools will take, you know, their uh, middle school basketball team to go see Kenston High School yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. They'll take them back in the locker room, and Coach Tindall will introduce him to yeah. their players and their star players. And it makes that little 10-year-old, 11-year-old want to be the next star at Kenston High yeah. School. Oh, for sure. I can see the exact same thing with this, that, you know, you're taking these drama classes, you know, that went last night or, yeah, you know, yeah, your yeah. students that went, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I want to be like Miss yeah. Holder, you know. So 10 years from now yeah. when they're starring in something, or maybe even before that, seven, eight yeah. years from now when they're starring in something, you are going to be able to – they're going to be able to look at you and you're going to be able to look at them and say, you know what, I remember when they came to watch me yeah. do Little Mermaid back it's in so 2023. It's, it's so special and it's so wonderful, yeah. That is so cool. That is so cool. Uh, Holly Holder joining us here as uh, we are talking about The Little Mermaid. It's tonight, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon at Mm -hmm. Lenore Community College. Then it's next weekend, the 29th, Mm -hmm. the 30th, and the 1st. Same thing, 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 3 o'clock, if I'm correct. Linda and I are going to be at next Saturday night's performance. Exciting. We're very excited I'm so about glad. that. Uh, well, she's got a grandchild, and we've got to go see him yeah, yeah, you know, this yeah. weekend. Oh, maybe. for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I know, again, I'm going to use a sports analogy here. I hope it's all right. But I know, like, going. We, I was just talking to Paul Whittington about the, the Carolina Hurricanes, and they're now in preseason, and there are first official games, like, in three weeks, mm-hmm. and there's always something special about that very first game. It's always a sellout crowd at mm-hmm. PNC, which all of them are for the most part. But – my point being, there's something special about that opening night when, is, you know, yeah. when on the sports side, if it's football, if it's basketball, hockey, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is there a comparison with uh, with what you're doing tonight? Yeah, opening night is so exciting and also so nerve-wracking, but in the best way possible because, you know, like for this entire process, the people who are watching it – are the people who are creating it. And so obviously we we can't see it from an outside perspective. And it's the first time that we can see, does this work? Yeah. <laughs> do, do these things, are we pulling it off? Um, and so, you know, last night it was a much smaller crowd than it will be tonight, but it was kind of like a little hint at what uh, opening night will be like. Um, 
and just, you know, for example, just a sort of <coughs> smoke and mirrors trick that we do uh, involving Ursula. Obviously, we're the ones who create it, so we know exactly what's happening. We're not, you know, surprised by it. Uh, it doesn't look like a trick to us because, you know, we see all the things that are happening kind of behind the curtain to make it happen. Yeah. And hearing the audience gasp and realizing, like, oh, we pulled that off. That's really yeah. exciting. Um, and so opening an eye is just kind of the moment where you realize what's working, what's not. And uh, also the moment where you you kind of, you just get that, like, instant... Um, I hate to call it this, but in, in a way, like instant sort of like validation on things. Yeah. Um, and it's just their their energy. It's it's the, it's the weirdest thing. It makes me sound like so like woo woo when I say this, but it's like you can you can feel their energy, and yeah. and so it's really electrifying. And um, there we are able to like directly bounce off of that energy and just have so much fun with it. And it's the first time you get to do that, and it's really it's really special. And what's neat about it too is, like I said, from the athlete point of view, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, say a basketball game. I mean, you know, there's ner- a basketball players nervous getting out there, mm-hmm. but they hit three jumpers in the first quarter, and they're like, they feel the energy it's from like the crowd out, and all that. It's yeah. sort of the same thing. Let me ask you this, and I, I've just again having just had that little tiny tiny taste of it that I did last year, where I had one line in a in a yeah, play yeah, that yeah. I ended up having to back up. <laughs> <clears throat> do you do you record yourself do do you watch i mean because they do that you know they watch yeah. tape in sports do you watch tape of your performances and say I do, hey yeah, i yeah. can improve it tell me a little bit about that yeah for sure I, uh, there's a lot of that uh, okay which is uh, uh i'm sure it's like athletes are also aware like there's a hump you have to get over where you're not like cringing at yourself all the yeah. time um uh, but yeah, it's something that this company has done that I've, I've never experienced before, but I think is really wonderful is they, uh, sort of, they live stream all of our rehearsals on our like private Facebook group. So we have every single rehearsal we've ever done wow. up there to go up and look at and see the flow of things and kind of critique like that move wasn't a hundred percent right. Let me practice yeah. that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of self-reflection that goes into it. That is so awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, you really do, you use video and. You, uh, yeah. you, ha- you have a little blackboard and you make look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that is so awesome. Again, that voice you listen to is Holly Holder. You can see her for uh, six performances beginning tonight at uh, at uh, 7 o'clock out at Lenore Community College at Briley Auditorium. Uh, go to, if you want to get your tickets before you go, you go to uh, lcc. Oh, hold on, lenorecc.edu backslash the little mermaid. You can get your tickets there. I'm sure you can probably get them at the box office, too, if you don't have tickets. You can. You can get them at the door as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. The box office, the door. (laughs) It is just uh, exactly, exactly. It's so cool. What has been the response? One of the neat things, too. Go ahead and take a step. I'll make this question longer. Thank you. One of the neat things, too, that I've seen is I've been, I've not been stalking you on Facebook, I promise, but I've been keeping up with, you know, with what you've been doing. I saw the photo shoot. I got to ask you about that first. I'm so excited. How cool was that? (laughs) Tell me about the photo shoot. Yeah. So, a fun thing about me being a mermaid is I cannot swim. I don't know how to swim. You told us. That last time you were on here too. That's, yeah. Um, so even with the mermaid fans, you can't swim. Even with all the support in the world, I cannot <laughs> swim. Uh, I So myself and uh, Will Duvall, who plays Prince Eric, um, were told that we were doing a photo shoot on a beach. That was kind of our information. And so I had a mermaid tail, the whole the whole nine yards, and he was dressed like full Prince Eric with the billowing shirt and like the little sash. And um, we were driven by the director and his family out to a boat dock, and we looked like biggest dorks of the entire world. <laughs> it was all, you know, it was at, it was in Beaufort. So it was a uh, Duke Marine lab and a bunch of college kids. And then us like uh-huh. dressed as Ariel and Prince Eric. Uh, and then we got on a boat 
And then the boat started going into the ocean. And I was like, oh boy, now's a good time to tell people that I don't know how to swim. <laughs> um, so we. Uh, so you hadn't told them to that point that you I didn't. I kind of hinted at it, like, yeah. we're going to be on land, right? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so we went on to, I, I guess, like a, a marsh. I don't know the right terms for everything. Um, but I got out of the boat and it was about knee deep, which was very, for me, very scary. Um, and somehow like I had to finesse the tail on, uh, and get kind of like in, into the water, to post for it, my yeah. mermaid tail. Yeah. And then, you know, this angle wasn't right, so I had to kind of, like, flop <laughs> to, like, another <laughs> position. And there were boats of, uh, I'm guessing, Duke Marine Lab college students just cheering for us, which was <laughs> so fun. Um, and we got those pictures, and then we went further. By the way, before we put a pin in that just for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictures are awesome. Thank you. I'm not joking. Thank I wondered you. if you'd, like, done it on a soundstage or, you know, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and you yeah. guys did it. I didn't realize we it was actually in the ocean. in the ocean. Um, and then we went to uh, – we got back on the boat, and – uh, well, and I thought it was over, but then the boat kept going into the ocean, and there were these jutting rock structure things. Um, and so we got out of the boat again <laughs> and went to the rock. And this time we're like soaking wet at this point because we've been in the ocean. And Jordan, the director, who was also the photographer for the photo shoot, was like, okay, I want you guys on that rock. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> and so Will and I were just kind of parkour, like helping each other. Now, are you doing rocks. this with the tail on? I carried the tail. Okay, okay. And then. Because uh, that would have been amazing if you're climbing <laughs> yeah. these rocks and everything. Was... I would not be here today. <laughs> yeah. um, and so we got to the rock. I shimmy the tail on somehow uh and basically it was just a massive bonding and trust exercise for us to (laughs) have each other's lives in our hands uh we were fighting against uh sun going down we were fighting against a lightning storm coming we were fighting against a lot to get those pictures um but i loved them i loved how they turned out they came out amazing like i said and just go on uh the website and you can check those out or go on uh, facebook and you can see those and again that was just that was so much fun. I mean, it was so much fun. I mean, just looking at them. And again, I thought maybe you did it like down at the Noose River or yeah, something. Yeah, I guess yeah, I could yeah. tell, though, that it wasn't, you know, with the background and everything. But maybe <laughs> you did it like with a green screen or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you were actually really in the ocean. We dedicated. We committed to it. <laughs> wow. That is very, very cool. Tell you what, I got to pay a bill real, real quick, okay? Pay it. So, <laughs> thank you. Pay it. Uh, listen, want to thank our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor. Of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And let's jump, <clears throat> excuse me, right back into it with our mm-hmm. big interview today. And it's uh, the very talented uh, Holly Holder, who is the star of The Little Mermaid, which will, uh, opens tonight, oh, formally right. opens tonight. <laughs> and uh, I know, who was I talking to? Maybe it was Richie, and she was telling me, the, the sales, the ticket sales for this have been amazing and that, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of anticipation. I mean, I, not just here on the show, I've seen, you know, other, 
uh, avenues where people are talking about it. Hey, it's got to feel pretty good to have that kind of a buzz around something that you're involved in. It is. It's so exciting. It was a kind of pinch me moment to drive past LCC and see our pictures up on the marquee. And yeah. um, there's also like a billboard with our pictures. And it was just, I think I mentioned this last time, that this has just been a dream role for my of mine for seven <laughs> or eight years. Um, and so just like seeing it all and seeing the hype around it and those sort of moments of just like my picture just on the way to the audience. It's just, it's, it's the biggest pinch me moment. It's wonderful. I got to tell you when you, okay, my introduction and I'm much old, much, much older than you, but my first introduction to the little mermaid was obviously the Disney cartoon Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of uh, the little mermaid. And I swear you come right out of, uh, you look like Ariel. <laughs> I mean, you. like the, the original you. Ariel that was in the Disney cartoon. I mean, when yeah. I think, and especially when I saw that picture of you, you know, I guess you're on, you got the tail on, you've got, got the mermaid the tail, tail on, on and you've got one <laughs> elbow down and you're smiling. You look like Ariel. Thank I mean, like the you. very first Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I dyed my hair a little bit because now it's uh, even a little bit more red. <laughs> well, I, it, like I said, it just uh, to to look exactly like her. And I again, I can't wait for uh, for uh, Linda and I to be able to come. I know the reviews are going to be awesome about it. You're going to sing a song for us. I am going to sing. What a are you going to sing for us? I want to sing the classic part okay. of your world. <laughs> now you're going to do an acapella. obviously very cool uh do you want to use that mic do you want to use your uh, mic on your headphones what do you think Hmm, what do you think will sound best (laughs) well that's up to you you sound great right now perfect so okay well very good so this for the first time (laughs) ever in the history of the brian hanks show a professional singer is going to sing a song here Uh, this is holly holder what are you going to sing i want to sing part of your world there you go go ahead Perfect. And excuse my morning voice. (laughs) (laughs) You sound great. Go ahead. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl? The girl who has everything. Look at this trove of treasures untold. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, you think, oh, sure, she's got everything. I've got gadgets and gizmos plenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I've got 20. <laughs> but who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, (laughs) feet. (laughs) Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down that, what's that word again? Street. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. What would I give if I can live out of these waters? What would I pay to spend a day warm on the sand? I bet ya on land they understand. I bet they don't reprimand their daughters 
Bright young women, sick of swimming, ready to stand and ready to know what the people know. Ask them my questions and get some answers. What's a fire and why does it? What's the word? Burn. When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love? Love to explore that shore up above, out of the sea. Wish I could be part of that Holly Holder, part of your world that was. Dude, look, 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 goosebumps. I've got goosebumps. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Linda just put wow, and there's like nine exclamation points behind it, okay? That, listen, I am blown away. Again, look. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for doing this again. Lenore Community College, beginning tonight, opening night tonight, opening 7 o'clock uh, at LCC, 7 o'clock tomorrow, 3 o'clock on Sunday. Yes. Then next weekend, the same deal, Friday night, 7 o'clock, Saturday night at 7. That's the 29th and 30th. And then Sunday, October the 1st at 3 p.m. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Thank and you. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be wherever my seats are. I'm going to be like, that's my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Please do. I would love it. <laughs> Listen, Holly. Uh, mind blown that was awesome that was thank beautiful you. can't thank wait you. to see you're you're just so you're so talented i'm blown away by your talent thank okay you. that really means a lot thanks <laughs> that's holly holder well, i tell you what let's get john and jonathan in here let's play uh, the birthday game we'll come back and wrap up this friday edition of the brian hanks show right after that it's friday it's finally friday it's football friday it's also birthday game time here it's friday september the 22nd year of the lord 2023 and uh, we're getting ready to play the birthday game here on, uh, like I said, Football Friday. You've heard us talking about it all day. We are going to be at Rendell Parrot Academy tonight. I'm very excited about that. Aren't you excited about that? Hey, by the way, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith not going to be at the game tonight, which I've announced a couple times during the show here today. I might need a color analyst tonight. Either one of you guys want to uh, me do play-by-play and one of you guys uh, do I don't color? have any crayons, Brian. <laughs> Why did I know you were going to do that? What about you over there, Mizzle? We'll, we'll talk about it when we get off the air and uh, hammer out some details. Are you being sincere? Yeah. Oh, my God, that'd be Not awesome. that you put him on the spot or anything on the air. <laughs> well, Keith Spence is listening right now. I know he's nervous because he thought he was going to have to do it, but if you could come do it, that'd be awesome. You know, you asked me was I excited and started talking before I could answer. <laughs> you realize that, right? Didn't he, didn't he do that? Yeah, he did it. Okay. It's Brian. Sometimes, you know, what's coming out is faster than what's going on. That is true. No offense. It's no, it has 20,000 volts going through a 10,000-volt cord. 10,000-volt you know cord? Well, whatever. I would say about 20,000 through a 1,000-volt cord. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, John Dawson, you have turned on the the afterburners here. You, you've won four days in a row. You've won every day this week so far. You lead nine days to eight. 
I, I got to tell you, remember how somehow how proud I was of Jonathan yesterday for that pitch? I got to tell you, dude, you win in four days in a row. It makes me want to touch you. I'm so proud of you, okay? Well, that answers the question. Am I excited? <laughs> that would be no. <laughs> like he is. Uh, yeah, physical. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll say this. On a scale of one to ten, that's about a six for what, what he could have said. Yeah. I was, hey, that was Bob Costas. Bob Costas said that in basketball, remember? A rated R movie? Okay, okay. Was it rated R? Was basketball? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. Was it was a Trey Parker and Matt Stone? Yeah, I'm sure oh, it was rated true. G. <laughs> I just don't know why that lives so close to the front of your head. <laughs> I don't know either. But we, I, you know what? I can tell you why. It's because of Steve Zabin. You know, I like to listen to Steve Zabin and his podcast every day. He uses that. Uh, he uses that sounder every once in a while. Hey, John. This segment is sponsored by Goleco <laughs> Office Automation and Jock Pathaleg. Uh, Jock Pathaleg. Sound like you said Jock Pathaleg. That didn't even come close oh, to what okay. I said. Just go over, sit over there and dial in the radio. Um, if you want to uh, elevate your business and your uh, spot in the community, you go see Jock Pathaleg down at Goleco Office Automation, and he'll have you making more money, and you'll have a better class of friends that bathe more often. Uh, just go see Jock. Back to you, Brian. If you want to get in touch with Jock, you just dial 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com. What is goeco.com? Or bucklesberry.com. And that's right, John. Bucklesberry.com is number one. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's where your next life story is coming from, buddy. There you go. I hadn't even asked you all, what are you doing this weekend? We should have asked you that before we, because uh, we're on the. You haven't asked now. what we did last week yet. Yeah, we did. We did that on. Uh, you didn't ask me. Tuesday. <laughs> What'd you do last weekend, John Dawson? Me and my buddy, uh, his nickname is Prozac Ashley. We went to see Tangerine Dream yeah, in Asheville. Right, you're right. It yes, was fantastic. We got to interview the band. Tell me, tell us who Tangerine Dream is. They're a German electric, electronic music. Uh, they did a lot of soundtrack work. They did the Risky Business. They actually did a track from that soundtrack while we were there. But uh, their new stuff is really good, and we uh, had the opportunity to interview them before the show. And that should air as a podcast in a week or so, as soon as I can get to it. I love it. Hey, here's a hey, let's let people know because I got to admit, I've never, what's a good Tangerine Dream song? I don't think there's anything you know, a pop audience is going to know. I would play. Well, I'm talking about for you. No, no, no. And I don't care about that. I'm talking about what, what do you like best? Uh, <laughs> you don't care what an audience thinks? Well, I don't uh, care. Well, because this is a niche, uh, sort of a niche. Rom, R-A-U-M. It's just like soundtrack music. But yeah, but you like it. So. I do. And in the live thing, it was really the... Uh, the bass notes like rattled the earth it was kind of kind of cool that is cool okay what are you doing this weekend as we let rom play under this i'm going to raleigh to interview david minconi about his new book and ah then, we've had him here on this show before you and i have and if we're gonna we're gonna meet with a guy who's doing videos for the third of never album next year gonna go check out his studio and what he has to offer so that's what i'm doing you're doing really important stuff. 
I'm just going to an ECU football game tomorrow. Well, I am. Hey, I got to tell you, guys, I've said it a couple times this week on the show, too. Don't forget the Heritage Festivals this weekend in Trenton, and I will be the MC on the main stage for that from like 10 a.m. to 3 or 4 o'clock tomorrow. So bring your tomatoes, people. <laughs> hey, no, <laughs> no tomatoes. But uh, I was very honored that they asked me to do that, so I will be uh, doing that tomorrow. Okay, John and I are doing important stuff. What are you doing this weekend, Massey? I, arguably the most important of work. I'm going to sit on my rear end and watch football from sunup to sundown and a little on past Saturday? That. And Sunday. Yeah. There's football on Saturday. Oh, it's college football on yeah. Saturday. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you do realize what today is, don't you? It's the, uh, Friday. The 22nd. We are three weeks from you too. Three weeks. Did we tell you, John Dawson, that uh, we're thinking about getting a, uh, we're not thinking about, I think we're pretty much, we're going to get tattoos You know what I'm thinking Vegas, about right man. now? What? Normally when you play music, I have to get you to put it down so it's not deafening owls. Okay. There you go. All right. Yeah, don't do the tattoo thing. <laughs> Why not, man? We're getting in. It rhymes as cool as everything. You two tattoos. Tattoos of you two. I mean, let's let's look at it this way, John. Do I look like somebody who cares what gets put on his body? <laughs> Just saying. There you go. I've got an underwater reef scene. I've got a Carolina Panthers logo with my, my friend's initials on it. I've got the Batman logo. I've got a pocket watch. And I've got a Pokemon. And now he's going to get, what, the uh, the boy with the U2, I mean, the Octoon baby. Uh, yeah. Spaceman. Spaceman, yeah. Yep. Sure cool. I haven't decided what I'm going to get yet. Maybe I'll get a buffalo with you two, you know, from the one video. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okie dokie. Yeah. You enjoy that. Just, just get a tree, just like a standard tree with a name tag on it that says Joshua. Oh, let us tell you about the restaurant we're going to. You Please haven't looked it up. I have not. It's called Smith and Walensky. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a steakhouse. Um, they have them in New York, Boston, Vegas, and in some places in Europe. I'm almost scared to ask that they serve cigars. No. Okay. No, but uh, let's see. Not counting the American Wagyu, the steaks there run about 90 to $100. That's, a, that's totally ridiculous. Is that excessive? That's 100% ridiculous. I don't care. It, it's, it's, it's my treat. Yes, sir. We're going to have some steaks, some sides, some cocktails, then go gamble some money away. Yeah. Well, you do cocktail, you're going to forget how good the steak was, so it's pointless. I'm not doing that many cocktails. Yeah. Good Lord. Oh, it's a cocktail that uh, that the uh, sommelier will uh, suggest to us to have with our, with our steak that will complement the steak. Not like say, you're a great steak. No, I'm talking about like compliment. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, right? That was pretty good. Well, I saw the wheels turning in his head for that. I was trying to get there. But uh, it should be a good time. Three weeks from that. And then we're going to go see, uh, well, the Thursday night, we're going to start our weekend early because we're going to the uh, ECU-SMU football game. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure ECU is going to fare well. <laughs> wow. Hey, there, there. I'm you can gonna paint be there this tomorrow. one purple. I'll be there tomorrow against Gardner-Webb. They better beat Gardner-Webb. If they don't beat Gardner-Webb, I think they're in trouble this season, dude. The only thing purple about ECU season is the bruises that's getting left on them. I was going to say and the, the veins in their fans' forehead, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's, some, uh, there's some angry ECU fans. I'm telling you what. They how's, lose. how's Danny holding up? He is. He's a fan, though. He's a real. Oh, I know he yeah. is, but I mean, how's he's a real fan? How is a real fan holding up? 
Uh, he's tired of the quote-unquote fair-weather fans. Yeah. Ah. And he's not wrong about that. So, Mickey. Yeah, why don't we jump into the Tony birthday. Basil. Tony Basil, uh, who she had it going on too, man. Yep. She's saying again, sort of your type, little petite, brunette. I say this, though. I do like some basil on my Neapolitan pizza. Yep. You've never had basil on Neapolitan? I don't know what. Neapolitan pizza? Yeah. I was playing along so we wouldn't get stuck, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Neapolitan's a style of pizza. It's uh, I thought it was a style of ice cream. I'm not trying to be funny. That's that? all I know is the ice cream. Yeah, strawberry, chocolate, vanilla it's, together. It's, it's, it's somewhere between just a regular cheese and a margarita pizza. Neapolitan's right in the middle of that. Perfect with the mozzarella cheese, little basil, drizzle of oil, maybe some chili oil. I don't, know if he's, I don't know if he's pulling our toe. He could or, be, and we wouldn't even know. I wouldn't know. Yeah, me either. You are, aren't you? No. Oh, okay. I legitimately enjoy that kind of pizza. See, this is the time, honest to God, and you will love this, when Mr. Dawson would jump in, Mr. Forrest Dawson. You would not believe the times I'm talking to somebody about something. I don't understand what's going on. And then out of the blue, mm-hmm. Forrest Dawson will send me a text and say, Hey, he'll explain what I'm, yeah, what I don't understand. I appreciate that. He does that. But you don't like it when I do it. Oh yeah, but you don't have the wisdom and experience that he has. Meaning that your dad is older than Brian, so he'll listen to yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I admire your dad, dude. Okay, Tony Basil over there. I do. We're going to get him on this show, but we've already decided no, not. In not in my lifetime. You're not going to be a part of it. He, you're not putting Massey him on now. live. I'll pull a gun on you. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Do we need to have a delay? Would we need to have a seven-second yeah, delay? Yeah, like where I get to edit it. <laughs> See, now we're gonna, you're going to have to come in one morning, Jonathan, and we're just going to call Mr. Dawson and just have him on as a 15-minute guest. You can't go three minutes without saying something you shouldn't, and you want my dad in here? Really? <laughs> no, we'll call him. We want He doesn't have to come in. We'll just call well, him. Same difference. We look out the window, John standing there with a knife. <laughs> oh, it won't be a knife, pal. It <laughs> sounds like a, a pump shotgun. Uh. Okay, Tony Vassell, how old is she today over there, John Dawson? Uh, 80. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Oh. Hey, Mickey. I'm trying to guess. What'd you say? I said 80, but I'm going to change it to 78. Do you allow it? I'll allow it. You say 78. How old is Tony Basil today? 79. She was born. I got to turn it down for this. She was born September the 22nd, 1943. She is 80 years old today. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I had it. Why in the world, wide world? Go ahead. You played yourself. (laughs) Why in the wide world of sports would you change it when you seemed confident with it? I started overshot. What can I say? I feel bad for you. She had a short film in the first season of Saturday Night Live, so I knew she was up there. That was 75. He was the basis for this band. And when I say was, because uh, he was only with them for like their first four albums. But he listed the list. That's bass. Oh, yeah. You hear that bass? Yeah. Somebody's high. Love this song. 
Oh, you should know that. I'm not even looking at you, John Dawson. John is a Massey. This is your, uh, no, maybe not. God, I love that bass right there. It's just two notes. It's not that, it's not that big of a deal. Really? For uh, a music uh, <laughs> amateur like myself, it sounds really good. It though. does sound good. This is Weezer. Oh. You don't like Weezer? Not to listen to. That was for Jonathan. Uh, Matt Sharp. I don't know anything about Weezer. I think I met. I think I met one of them in New Jersey at a club and just said, hey, he just shook his hand, but I didn't. Was it, it Matt Sharp? I don't, it, I don't remember. It, was, it wasn't a momentous occasion for me. So. I Polite it. enough fella, but, you know. Weezer? America. Yeah. To me, Weezer's a little kid on the Little Rascals. That's my Weezer. Well, I'm Weezer. I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I'm a Weezer plus. I'm Weezer neutral plus because mm -hmm. I'm not like super fan, but I love this song. I was going to play Buddy Holly, but everybody knows Buddy Holly. So I tried, yeah. to, I tried to do the John Dawson, Thank not you. play the, you know. Yeah. The, I'm trying to think of other songs. Holiday in the Sun. Uh-huh. Um, Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. Love Beverly Hills. I'm actually going to play a couple notes of that. What's wrong? I would have immediately known who it was. I know. It's just that the song you played is so different from all the other ones. I love it though. I agree. Yeah. Okay, Matt Sharp of uh, of Weezer. I love this. Hold on. We'll we'll get to the chorus. I love the chorus. Uh, yeah, go ahead. 56. You say 56. What do you say, John Dawson? Matt Sharp of Weezer. 55. Oh. 56-55. Black gold, Texas T. <laughs> that's pretty good. That would have been funny if they would have actually, that's the little background thing right there. Where doggy. There you go. He was born September 22nd, 1969. So he is uh, 54 today. So congratulations, John Dawson. You get that one. I know. You and I have seen this artist in person together. Coming is it up. one you pronounce wrong on purpose all nope, the time? Nope, 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 nope. Take my picture by the pool. Cause I'm the next I got to find. Yeah, here we go. This is, I know it's a remake or a. Uh, oh, Joan Jett. Dude. I've seen her twice. Well, I see, you and I she saw opened, her. She opened for The Who. She opened for The Who when we saw him, and I saw Robert Plant solo in the 90s, and she opened up. Well, I know this is a remake. Uh, who, I don't remember who did it first. I hate myself for loving you. I'm positive. Someone else wrote it. I don't know. She may have recorded it first. I don't know. Oh. I Love Rock and Roll was a cover, yep. too. I don't think she's written any of her hits, really, but she's good. You like her, right? Yeah, I oh, do. Yeah. Yeah. Great voice. It was ludicrous that when Rolling Stone or somebody, I think it was Rolling Stone, made some list of top ten guitarists, and the, the list changed every other day, but they put her in the top ten, and this obviously trying to cater to some political hoo-hoo. Uh, I mean, really. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, you'll love this. I, I know we're getting off task here with the who. Hold on. I, we got to listen to the chorus. I love the chorus right here. myself for loving you my favorite one of my favorite songs she did a bruce springsteen song called light of day that is a fantastic song especially live 
I need you, since we're talking about the Who a little bit. Oh, I got to tell you my Who story, but go ahead. Do, do the Who have like a uh, like a really cool album logo that's you know like a singular thing? Like a band, it. like a band logo. Yeah. Why? Why are you going to do something disgusting with it? Are you going to get a tattoo? Yeah, I was going to get a Who logo tattooed on me. Mm. It's a little uh, I, the 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 astronaut baby was going to be my little homage to Brian Hanks, and the Who one was going to be my homage to John Dawson. Look, Look at that! A I walking like that. a walking testament. I like it. Yeah, I could, they've got one, and it's pretty. It could be small and impactful. I thought about doing the Who with the arrow. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, the mod thing. Yeah. I'll I'll send you the two or three, and that's awesome. And you got to get JD no, initials underneath it. And then you got to the who. Yeah. I'll know what it means. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Joan Jett over there. What is your who story? Oh, uh, we're watching that show, Jack Ryan. We talked about it a little bit last week. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, they did a whole, uh, I mean, they played a whole who song while they were going through some, uh, uh, like a montage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which one was it? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. You don't remember the chorus, Brian? I mean, that's yeah, not I listen to Joan Jett right now, and it's throwing me off, dude. But I remember, and I almost Snapchatted it because I was going to send it to you, but then I remembered you didn't have Snapchat. Nah. What did you call Snapchat? I love it. I forgot. What Texting, got a nickname? T- Twitter with something. Yeah. Twitter that Twitter that it melts, something I like that. I don't something know. like that. But anyway, okay, Joan Jett. How old is she there over there, uh, John Dawson? Oh, yeah. You know, we just heard the chorus, but yeah, but this is uh, uh, acapella with the drums. Love and hate myself. What the hell? Yeah. What? What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it. No. <laughs> Okay, uh, John Dawson, uh, Joan Jett, how old is she today? Um. (laughs) 65. Wow! She was born September 22nd, 1958. You are spot on. You got Tony Basil right on the number. You sort got of, Joan Jett right of, on the yeah, number. I had, I had Tony Basil and changed it. Oh, that's right. That's all. <laughs> like a schmuck. Well, yeah, there you go. Well, look at that. You still, but you still lead two to one. Yeah. If I lose Let's by get... one, that'll be hysterical, won't it? <laughs> I wouldn't know, Brian. Oh, Bon Jovi. No. Oh, I thought that was the beginning of uh, Living on a Prayer. Right in the oh white snake yeah excuse me you're right in the neighborhood uh, lead vocalist of this band and later had a band named after himself it's what David Coverdale named after himself he had a band named Coverdale positive okay I'll find a song bomb uh-huh. yeah I love this song by the way this is uh, white snake sprang from Deep Purple because he was lead singer for Deep Purple briefly. David Coverdale? Yes. How did I not see Burned that? Burned by Deep Purple, David Coverdale. Wow. Okay. One of the greatest riffs of all time. Oh. But do you know this song? Yes, yeah, a cheesy 80s ballad. Can't disagree with that. Is this love? He actually wrote that for Tina Turner, but she didn't record it, so they did. Really? Really. See, I don't know when you're messing with me when you're not I'm messing not. with me. I trust you. That's what I'm saying. I trust you. All right, play Burn by Deep Purple. 
Oh, Here, David Coverdale being a man. Oh, say he wrote this for Tina Turner again. I want to try one. Okay, yeah, he wrote this for Tina Turner. No way. Way. I oh, love that. Yeah. Burned by who? Deep, Deep Purple. Purple. That I'm feeling. Yeah, all right, let's get Is out of here. this the love? That I've been searching if you don't play burn, I'm going to burn the building. <laughs> I did derp purple. It didn't come up for some reason. <laughs> and I can see Tina Turner singing this. Yeah, it's a good song for a woman. Well, he wrote it for a woman. Turn that up, son. I hear David Coverdale use those pipes. Be in pace, my friend. I mean, he's no Andy Summers. It's different music. Is that Coverdale? Yes, it is. Huh. I like it. David Coverdale over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 70. You say 75. What do you say, John Dawson? Um, That's what we need video for right there to watch uh, John Dawson uh, Panama song. 76. You said? 75. He was born September 22nd, 1951, so he's only 72. Oh, okay. So uh, you get that one, uh, Mizzle, and... Uh, that's our last musical hand. It's a uh, person who has passed away. <laughs> yes. And I don't even know any other way to lead up. I love him. Well, I think all three of us do. Uh, he passed away in 2021. The great Tommy Lasorda. Oh. I think we're all three fans. He right? had some great meltdowns with the press. Bless his yes, heart. Yes, he did. There's a YouTube and montage of them that we can't play. That we cannot. Well, we could, but you'd have to be busy bleeping the whole uh, time. You've given so. me enough work already. Apparently, during a spring training game, uh, Don Rickles was in the dugout with the Dodgers, and Lasorda told him, he's like, go take that pitcher out of the game. So Rickles goes out to the mound, and he's like. And the pitcher cannot speak great yeah, English. Yeah, yeah. The, the pitcher's Hispanic, doesn't speak English. The umpire comes out, and he's like, hey, what's going on? Hey, Don Rickles, do you think you can get me tickets? <laughs> give me, no, he says, can you get me tickets to the Sinatra show in Vegas? Or that Dean Martin. Dean, Dean Martin. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So did he take the pitcher out of the game? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lasorda, John Dawson. This is for the win. Y'all are tied two to two. I want to see you sweep this week. I'm not sure I, you I, ever have. I, I, I messed it up with the Tony Basil because I'm not going to get even close to this. Uh, like I said, he passed away in 2021. So how old would he be if he were alive today? Eighty-eight. You say eighty-eight. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Eighty-nine. He was born September twenty-second, nineteen twenty-seven. So he is ninety-six. He would be ninety-six today. So yes, Jonathan Massey breaks in your up the face. <laughs> breaks <laughs> up the perfect week. Uh, it's now tied nine days to nine. Hey, one local birthday, and I love her to death, uh, Letitia Thomas. I used to do Zumba with her. And uh, just a sweetheart, just an absolute sweetheart. Happy birthday to you. If today is your birthday, like Letitia and the great Tommy Lasorda and David Coverdale, sing some burn for me. 
I can't do that, Brian. Just play it. Oh, okay. Oh, you okay. Honest to God, I, if I even tried to, to mimic that, I would have to go to the hospital. <laughs> there you go. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office. Automation. Automation. What a great show. What a great time we've had for you here today uh, on the Brian Hanks Show. Man, it started with Paul Whittington in our first hour. We got you caught up with all the football stuff, which we're going to do right here at the end of the show, too. But, man, a first ever Holly Holder here on the show uh, present or uh, singing a song from Little Mermaid. Please get out there and see that this weekend, especially, you know what? Uh, now, I've got an excuse because we're going up to go see uh, Linda's uh, grandson tonight. Uh, with with no football going on, but we're going to go see Little Mermaid next weekend, next Saturday, so we're very excited about that. You don't have anything to do tonight. Go see the Little Mermaid out at Lenore Community College, and I promise you heard a little representation of it right there with uh, with uh, Holly singing a song from a man. It's just going to be awesome. Uh, so talented. I cannot believe we have so much talent right here in Kenston, but uh, go see that. Hey, as a reminder, uh, no football tonight. Again, that's why you can go see Little Mermaid out at LCC. Last night scores again. Uh, Kenston lost to East Duplin, 66-12. North Lenore lost to Southwest Onslow, 48-12. South Lenore fell to Wallace Rose Hill, 68-6. Uh, Green Central fell to Southwest Edgecombe, 46-15. Aiden Grifton fell to uh, Farmville Central, 60-26. Again, no games tonight. We've got three games on Monday night, including the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. It'll be uh, Parrot Academy at home against Kerry Christian and uh, myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, Keith Spence, uh, Jason Bryant. We'll bring you that game uh, Monday night. It begins at 7. The Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show starts at, at 5 o'clock. And, again, Kerry Christian and Parrot Academy, that's going to be a heck of a game. It's going to be a lot of fun Monday night. Uh, also just got a message from Walt Eubanks verifying that, uh, Bethel Christian Academy, they will open their season <coughs> Monday at seven o'clock against Wilson community Christian. Uh, again, Bethel Christian Academy against Wilson community Christian. That game will be at, <coughs> excuse me, at seven o'clock. And then Joan senior will be at home against union. Uh, so there's your football update. As a reminder, and it just breaks my heart to pieces, the Jones County Heritage Festival, with all this weather that is coming in, uh, it has been canceled, not postponed. It, <coughs> it has been canceled. There will not be. Goodness gracious, thanks for the. Uh, uh, I'm glad I've got a cough button there. But uh, uh, the Jones County Heritage Festival will not take place tomorrow or tonight or tomorrow in trenton and i'm just uh, heartbroken about it there will be a 2024 edition of it when we get a date on that we'll get it to you uh don't forget about brad fest that will be in uh on october 21st from 3 to 9 p.m man what a great week of shows we've had for you this week i hope you have enjoyed each and every one of them because I can tell you, I have, uh, man, we've already squared away. We've got, we're almost completely booked for next week. Mark Panicelli on Monday, Matt Beeman, and we'll have another coach in uh, the second hour. Then Lee Avery, Vanita Wright, Leo Hart, the great Leo Hart join us next week. Have a great weekend. Stay dry. Be smart. We'll see you on Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.